What's up? Welcome back to a Kids Court episode. I'm Sammy. Who's on the other side of the mic? Um, I'm Owen. I'm Dylan. And we are the Kids Court, and today we are going to be talking about two Blazers games. Um, and then at the end, we are going to have a special segment called March Madness Updates. And so this should be fun. Do you want me to start it off? Sure. Okay. So we're going to start off in the Nets game. They, uh, it was actually really close. The final score was pretty close. And yeah. the, um, even each quarter, some of them were close. So I'm going to talk about it. So in the first quarter, the Portland Trailblazers had 33 points. Brooklyn Nets had 34. So that's a one-point difference. That's very good, especially for Blazers being 26 and 43 and Brooklyn Nets being 37 and 34. So I think in the first quarter, the Blazers looked like they do well. But yeah, for sure. In the second, they um it was forty two, uh Portland Trailblazers and twenty eight Brooklyn Nets. So it seems like Portland was doing is doing good in the beginning, and I feel like we see that a lot when they play. They usually perform better in the beginning, but I yeah, think when you see people play, like if I'm doing in most games, in most like basketball or or like, yeah, in most basketball games, usually the team that's doing well in the first and second quarter does not win. Just yeah. because that they always do well because they're letting out so much energy and stuff. Yeah. For but sure. um. Anyway, in the third quarter, uh, the Blazers had twenty six points and Brooklyn Nets had thirty nine. So you see that Brooklyn Nets are doing better in the third quarter than um the Blazers, but it's still really close because those two um other quarters make up for that quarter. And in the fourth quarter, Trailblazers have twenty two points and Brooklyn Nets have twenty seven points, and that is that that is very close as well. Yeah. So you really do see really close stuff. So the final score has to be close. But the Brooklyn Nets do win 128 to 123. Yeah. I definitely think on this game. um, The Blazers Blazers started off really strong, but um, they definitely lost some energy at the end, as you could see. Going down from 33 to. Well, going up from 33 to 42, and then going down from 42 to 26 and 22. So you can kind of see, like, the decrease in um, stamina from the Blazers. Yeah. Totally. And um, one thing that I I think, and I don't think the Trailblazers were able to accomplish during the win, uh, the transfer, or the, yeah, the transfer mm-hmm. window when it was open, was um to get defensive players. To get, like, yeah. real, like... Like real Giannis onto the Troopos. like real like defensive players that can put the team together. Real like, I mean, can you get that like a Giannis Antetokounmpo? I'm not like, saying like the Greek freak kind do of. Do you like, have uh, Do you have good enough players to trade for someone like that? Yeah, I guess, but I mean, I'm just saying that that's something that they that they were trying yeah, to. Yeah, I definitely think the Blazers prioritize kind of their their offense definitely more than their. Definitely more than their defense. Yes, you can you can just see it. Like they leave a, they always leave a guy open. But then There's when their offense open. doesn't have their best game, that means they are gonna like get they're gonna lose because if their offense isn't good, their defense is worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on from the score, we're gonna talk about the stats a little bit. Um, so first, um, the starters were Justin Winslow, Drew Eubanks. Um, what was, what's Watts, Watford's first name? Trendon. Trendon Watford, um, Josh Hart, and Williams. So, um, 
Yeah, um, Justin Winslow went um, 7 from 15 uh, from field goal percentage, which is, like, that's, like, 50%-ish. Because, uh-huh. I mean, he'd have to have, like, a half more, which is not a thing, so. Um, but, yeah, everyone did pretty good um, from field goal. Um, and then three-pointers, they were okay. Um, I think the most was Josh Hart at three for eight. Um, but, yeah, um. Yeah. All right. Do you want to move into the Pacers game? Uh, yeah. I just want to talk about one more thing. Um, oh, okay. Josh Hart had twenty five points, and um, Williams had twenty four. So they were pretty, pretty evenly matched. Or not evenly matched, but like you know, pretty they, evenly scored match. Yeah. Yeah. Like statistically. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want to move on to the Indiana Pacers versus? Yeah. So in. First um quarter or yeah, quarter, uh the Portland Trailblazers actually showed a different pattern. They showed twenty two they have twenty two points in the first and Indiana Pacers have thirty five. So I think when they play certain teams they can get more yeah. points against them in the first and it, when they play other teams they get less. Also when players are doing well and players aren't doing well. So it it seems like it's kind of like not an off and on pattern. But a pattern when teams when your players are doing well, they're playing well in the beginning. When their players are not doing as well, they don't play as well in the beginning. Um, but anyway, they got twenty six points in the second, and Indiana Pacers got thirty four. And you can see yeah. they are it's they're not doing well in the first in the first part like the first two in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the third, they actually do increase theirs. So you, if you yeah. are watching, the, if you're watching the third, and when the third ends, you'd think that they do well in the fourth, just because that's how patterns usually work and stuff. But actually, they do really bad. They get yeah, they, they did points. pretty terrible. They did pretty terrible. They got 16 hit points and let Indiana Pacers get um 35 points. So across all boards, they look like they're not trying like they look like they're like shots aren't going in it's sometimes yeah. unlucky sometimes it's unlucky the, the pacers literally had a like it was super sustained 35 points 34 points and then it kind of dips down and then it goes up again you know so 35 yeah. 34 25 35 right in this game for indiana this game's actually a must win because they were at they're actually um, a better team They've got six, they got twenty six wins and forty four losses, and Indiana Pacers had twenty five and forty seven losses. So they should be doing better, but they aren't. Yeah, that's true. Julian, yeah. do you have anything to add on? I'll talk about this. Okay. Yeah. Trenton Watford played the most minutes. He had thirty two minutes and seventeen points. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty good. Um, Josh Hart, another really good game. Most points. He had twenty six points in thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, and then the Blazers' field goal percent- percentage really showed, like, the game. Mm-hmm. Like, these stats really show the game. So, here's Blazers with Pacers. Blazers' field goal percentage is 46.9. Pacers mm-hmm. is 57.1. Yeah. The Blazers' three-pointer percentage is 27.3. And the Pacers is 42.9. The, three, four, the, three, the free throw percentage for the Blazers is 72.3. Two and for the Pacers, eighty-five point seven. Yeah. And then this also shows it here. 
Rebounds, 41 for the Pacers, 32 for the Blazers. Yeah, that's just crazy. Assists, 38 for the Pacers, 23 for the Blazers. Yeah. Points in the paint, 64 the but for the Pacers and 56 for the Blazers. Turnovers, 17 for the Blazers, 14 for the Pacers. Right. Yeah, I think the Blazers' ball handling skills need to get they need to improve them, like, big time. Um, I think recently since um, Anthony Simons has been injured or whatever, um, Josh Hart has stepped up his game. He's like, um, I think I'm, yeah. like, the next best player on the Blazers, so I need to step it up because he's consistently getting about 22-ish points because you saw last game he got, like, 20, 25, right? 26, so, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's staying really consistent. I just want to talk good. about, there was two games after the Wizards game that we talked about, but before these two games, yeah. um, Trailblazers played the Knicks, and they lost by 30 points, 128 to 98, played the Hawks, they lost 122 to 113, and I just see a pattern, like, they are losing, they're allowing, like, around 125, 130 points, which is... It shows how their defense needs to. Yeah. yeah, in some games they aren't doing well, and you can I I understand why it was a closer game against the Nets because the Nets team is they're kind of falling apart. They're not playing. They're not playing. Um, what's his name? From Ben Simmons. They're not like it seems like the Nets offense is falling apart. So it yeah. seems like yeah. teams that have good offense will beat Blazers easily, and teams that don't have great offense. It will be more of a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Seth Curry is doing pretty well on the Nets, but yeah. I think that's Seth Curry and Kevin Durant are the only two two people that are like doing well. Yeah, I mean Kyrie is good, but yeah, that's true. Actually. He can't play every game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you want me to talk about March Madness? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I have three games that I want to talk to you because they stand out to me. Um. So last night on Saturday. Okay. I went to two games at the Moda Center where the Portland uh, yeah. play. And I saw Gonzaga play Memphis and UCLA play um, St. Mary's. So those two games stood out to me because, um, I mean, they were really incredible. UCLA versus St. Mary's, it was – the thing is, like, they were very evenly matched, which should yeah. not – which should not be the truth because mm-hmm. if you look at which seed they have, it's very different. Also, yeah. they they have one of the best. Um, the UCLA have one of the best players ever. Right yeah. now in um in college, his name is oh my god, why am I blanking on it? It's um Juzang. I can't remember his first name, but it's something Juzang. Okay, we're three on UCLA. He's really good. They also have um, somebody on number 10 who yep. is three-point, like, he's super good at three-pointers. And so that game was good. There was a lot of, when I was there, there was, like, two sections, and then there was normal people. Like, yeah. people from Portland or who people who didn't necessarily care which, who won or something. So there was yeah. St. Mary's fans mm-hmm. on one side, and there was UCLA fans on, one, on the other side. And I love going to those games, that game. Yeah, I was like, or even both of the games because the atmosphere was so fun. Really, like, the, the everything about like college basketball. 
Uh, UCLA end up winning, which I'm happy. Okay. Because I I'm. A what big, about the other game? Uh, yeah, the, I'm about to talk about that. This was okay. probably the best game I've ever written to. Ooh. Ever like ba- in basketball related, it was against yeah. Memphis. They were so evenly matched. They were extremely even. Um, Gonzaga ended up winning the game, but it was super close. Okay. There's, um, there's a player in Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, Timmy. And he did so many fadeaways. Really? It was incredible. Like, he'd take a step back, he'd fade away, and he'd score it every single time. Wow. And he really, like, led the team. Really? Yeah. yeah crazy. And so, it was, like... Um, Gonzaga gets one point, then um, then Memphis gets the other, back and forth, back and forth until the end, and um, they end up going away because Memphis lost like their um power. And that's kind of that's even um like what happens in uh a regular NBA games. The people who play really hard in the first two quarters don't usually win because they get tired. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, so, yeah, and this and the third one that I really want to talk about. Is the biggest upset in my opinion. Oh, it was actually St. Mary's beating. Um, who was it? It was St. Mary's. I think it was Kentucky. Kentucky. They beat Kentucky to put it into here. It was mm-hmm. incredible. It was just incredible job. Um, yeah. But that's kind of it. I wanted to just let people know about the March Madness and um. Make sure to watch it. It's the finals is in New Orleans. Yeah, I just um, want to talk about one more game actually. Um, oh yeah. Instead of the men's game this time, it's um, a women's game. Okay. Um. So actually, the Oregon Ducks played um the Belmont oh, yeah. Bru- the Belmont Bruins, mm-hmm. and this was probably one of the closest, most exciting games that I've watched. Um, yeah, I, I was watching it on like the like during halftime or like during timeouts. Yeah. They put it up on the big screen. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. Hint, hint, um, the Belmont Bruins won. Um, but it was such an exciting game. They went into double overtime. Yeah. And in the first overtime, they both tied with 11 points. So that put them, in, that put them into a second overtime, um, which eventually um, the Belmont Bruins um, scored three more than the Ducks. So they ended up winning 73-70 um, to 70 versus the Ducks. Um, but that was a really exciting game. Um, Nayara Saboli um, got 31 points. Um, yeah, it was just super exciting game. So, yeah, if you guys would like to watch it, it's really fun. Yeah, it's, March Madness is so crazy. I love the bands, too. I, like, have the, like, I don't know, everything's so, like, so fun. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Put up this podcast. Do you guys want to say anything else? No. Okay. Um. Thank you guys for listening to the most recent episode of the Kids Court. Uh, make sure to go and check us out on Instagram, kids underscore court, to get all the latest news um, and updates and a bunch of other content, like silly videos that we post. Um, and yeah, make sure to go and check out our merch shop and our link in our bio for our Instagram. And yeah, make sure to follow us on Spotify. So yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Bye.